0: Hi, I'm Nick.
1: And I'm Mel. I grew up playing outside.
0: And I grew up doing something meaningful, watching movies and TV.
1: I never had cable, and we finally bought a VCR about the same time DVD players hit the market.
0: Throughout our marriage, Mel has sadly missed many of my pop culture references and movie quotes.
1: So it's time to catch up on all the films I missed.
0: Well, hello there, good evening.
1: Good evening.
0: How are you this fine day?
1: I'm great. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Are you in the mood for a film?
1: I'm in the mood for a movie, let's do this.
0: Okay. Do you have any idea what we're watching today?
1: No clue, nothing up the sleeve.
0: I was gonna say that joke, is there anything up my sleeve? On the (laughs) left, on the right, touch my ankle, my wrists very gently. I had this whole thing worked out in my mind. You just (laughs) pulled the rug right out from under me.
1: Ooh, snapped.
0: So you don't have any idea? No. Okay. Not even an idea somewhere out there just floating around in the ether.
1: All I know is that um, our kids are watching this movie. So that's true. So it's rated G or PG or something kid friendly. Oh,
0: that's what you think.
1: Superman 2.
0: <laughs> that's a good guess. <laughs> no, it is called An American Tale.
1: Oh my gosh. The animated film yes. with the mice.
0: Have you seen this film?
1: I have. Seen the film when I was a kid? I saw it when I was a kid. Okay, and we read the book.
0: Whoa, you know way more than I do. Then have you not seen it? I have seen it definitely. I have impressions as a youth that are in my mind.
1: Oh, some things in this movie really scared me. I vaguely remember that, but I don't remember any of what they are. There's a big cat. There's a big cat that's scary. Okay, and there's something that's fat. What is it? There's a fat animal. (laughs) All I remember. I also remember that when. Mm-hmm. My mom was reading this this book one mm-hmm. time for yeah. bedtime. I was that little, yeah. I remember. Yeah. And there was a part where an animal sneezed mm-hmm. in the book and she sneezed. <gasps> and we were like, oh, it's oh, perfect timing.
0: Perfect timing.
1: Giggle, giggle, giggle.
0: Wow. So you're familiar. I wasn't sure. This is always the dicey part of this mm-hmm. whole thing. is mm-hmm. I'm never, I can't, I want to surprise you, but I have to just kind of figure out. So. Well- so yeah. I,
1: I have impressions of the movie, mm-hmm. but I don't have the story. So okay. it's really cool that we're watching it again and we're going <laughs> to scar induce our, children. Fears <laughs> and do our children again, <laughs> just like we had. It's great.
0: I'm always interested to see if the things that, you know, we have mm. big impressions on, like when we were kids are scary to them or whatever.
1: Yeah. Like, like when we watched Pee Wee Herman's yes, Big Adventure. They,
0: Large Marge scared the snot out of me as a kid.
1: Me too. And our girls didn't flinch Nothing. at Large Marge. They thought it was
0: funny. Yeah. So yeah. Who knew the world today? All right, you ready to go check this out? Oh yeah,
1: I just wanted to say Pee Wee Herman, rest in peace. I know. Yeah. Okay, but yes, I am ready to watch this movie and the popcorn's ready. Let's go. Let's go do it. This holiday season, Universal Pictures brings you a very special motion picture experience. The
0: first animated feature film presented by Steven Spielberg. An American Tale. The story of one family's journey to America and Fievel, their son, who got
1: lost along the way.
0: A Don Bluth film. Whoa, all right. I'm fighting the urge to sing right now.
1: Don't, don't fight the urge to sing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Somewhere out there.
1: Oh, that classic, wonderful song. Yes. It was so good to hear it again.
0: That song was huge. Yeah. Like when it came out, it it was, it won a Grammy, and it also was like, it, it this was in, made in the '80s, and it was kind of like a revival of like the 1950s. There were huge songs from movies and stuff like that, like animated films. And this one was like that; like it just was everywhere. I remember hearing it all the time.
1: I don't remember hearing it, but it is seared in my head, so I know I was part of. It was part of the fabric of our childhood for sure.
0: I'm pretty sure that the the studio version, you know, where they have the professional singers singing it, not the little kids. Yeah. That definitely seeded in my brain my ability to sing vibrato.
1: (laughs) That's where it comes from.
0: Uh, That's part of it because I was quite young when I saw this film. So then, when the credits were going, you hear "somewhere out there." (laughs) So that definitely like wedged itself into my mind.
1: (laughs) That was this was really cool to see again and share with our kids and wait. Did we it claim? Was not the yeah. secret of now. I was gonna
0: say, did we I think we discovered had you seen this movie?
1: I think so, because I knew the song.
0: That doesn't but it was we, all over the radio waves.
1: Sure. I'm pretty sure.
0: Okay. Were there any parts of the movie that like you were like, oh yeah, there's the X, there's um, the Y?
1: Oh Fievel and his sleeves that never like they're always too long. Uh-huh. And yeah. Okay. I can't point out anything specific, but I'm pretty sure I saw it.
0: Well, you have seen that. We're getting ahead of ourselves. This was not the movie "The Secret of Nim," which also, which is what we were both thought we were talking. I thought <laughs> yes. you were talking about an American Tale when I asked you, and you thought we were talking about the Secret of Nim. Yeah. And I did a bad job and didn't ask you more clarifying questions. So <laughs> shame on me. I was too excited to go watch the movie.
1: Yeah. So when I was describing a book that my mom sneezed yes. during, that was yes. the Secret of Nim. Yes. And the scary, like fat. Animal was, was from The Secret
0: yeah. of Nim. Oh my goodness. I was scarred by that one too. That yeah,
1: thing's so scary. American Tale was not as scary. I'm a little the secret of, of NIM.
0: I'm a little scared to think about watching The Secret of Nim now. I don't think I've watched that one since I was a little kid.
1: I haven't, for sure.
0: Oh I guess we should watch that on a <laughs> Halloween night.
1: Which came first? Secret of Nim or American Tale?
0: That is a great question, which I'll have to look up. I would guess I'm gonna guess the secret of No, I'm gonna guess American Tale. That's just yeah. But anyway, this is a great time for you to actually give us a summary of the film. So okay. an American
1: tale. Oh, it's so good. Um, so it's about a family in Russia of mice that immigrate to the United States because cats burned down their house. And they had this idea that there were no cats in America. Yeah. So they got on a boat. Yeah. Um, just like just like people used to do. Mm-hmm. And traveled across the ocean there was a storm and little fievel the son got Mm -hmm. lost Mm -hmm. in a bottle Mm -hmm. and so they arrived in new york and fievel arrived as well but they have to like find he has to find his family and his mom and dad think that he's gone but his his sister doesn't doesn't think that he died so she still has hope yeah that's the sweetest thing it's him and his sister singing Somewhere out there as a duet. Yeah, which maybe I haven't seen the movie because I I didn't know that.
0: I don't think you'd seen the movie. I thought you saw, I think you saw a preview. Maybe. And and that, and that everything you (laughs) just, everything you described is like he's in baggy (laughs) clothes and there's the song somewhere out there. That's like what you knew. And there were mice. Yeah. Yeah. I think this was your first time seeing this movie.
1: This was Steven Spielberg's first. Um, animated film, animated yes. film, Correct, yes. And uh that's super cool. I know it was one. It's it's a great it's a great movie and like totally safe for kids. It's not like oh, yeah. one of those where you remember it being a good movie and then you show it to the kids and you are like, yeah, Ugh, cringe. No, it, none of that. It was great.
0: Yeah, I think the only part that's like in- intense is because it was literally portraying like the persecution of you know Jews and different you know ethnic groups in Russia and they were fleeing from that. That was kind of like like what the cats were, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um and you know, Steven Spielberg is Jewish and Feivel's actually that's his uh grandfather's name. Oh. Yeah. And he that's had a couple so sweet. he had a couple scenes in there where from that were like at least one that was like a story that his grandpa told him. Aww. Like his grandpa told him about um how they used to, like, look through the windows. Like, Jews were only allowed to look into the classrooms and listen to lessons through the windows. Mm. They couldn't go in.
1: No. And there was
0: a scene where Fievel, like, looks through the glass at a classroom.
1: Um, did his grandpa also play the fiddle? Because Fievel's dad played the <laughs> fiddle and it was key to the story. No,
0: that guy actually, um, the actor was chosen because he had a similar role in the movie Yentl. Oh. which. I've never seen that. I've heard of it. It's Barbara Streisand. And- yeah,
1: I've never seen it either. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So that was that was interesting. This, this movie. Oh, go
1: ahead. W- one note about Steven Spielberg and mm-hmm. his family connection. We have to see The Fablemans. We haven't seen it yet.
0: That's true. We do.
1: So I think that would be that should be our next. And not for the podcast necessarily, oh, but okay. for uh, us, we should just watch that movie. Soon. I mean,
0: it's our podcast. We can do whatever we want. That's
1: right. We can. We're grown up. <laughs> You're. I'm grown up. Yeah, I'm
0: occasionally grown up. <laughs> Um, this one too, like the reason I chose this one is because we just went on a trip to New York
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: we went to Ellis Island and we looked up our family history and Mm -hmm. we got to like walk in the places that people, you know, came through immigration in, in the halls. And Mm -hmm. if anyone's never been, it's really cool. Like being there and, and hearing the audio tours they had that you can listen to as you walked around. It was just it was just wild. It was, yeah. it was It was. cool.
1: Yeah, go and spend like the whole day. Mm-hmm. Listen to the audio tour. It's free and it's fascinating. And there's yeah. sound bites of interviews with real people who went through there. Mm-hmm. Real mice as well. Real who mice. Who went through there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, it was great because this movie like showed all of that. Oh, yeah. Uh, as, mm-hmm. uh, you know, through the mice. Totally. Eyes. Mm-hmm. Which, yep. as we were watching it, I was thinking like, it is so cool. This is kind of like the zombie take on movies. Where you can cover something serious through the eyes of a different like storyteller. So yeah. this was through genre, the yeah. animals mm-hmm. eyes, but it was super serious and meaningful and yeah. touching. Um, but just from the through the mice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they even um, you know, equipped one of the things we learned on our Ellis tour was like uh the immigration, like the officers who were like taking names and stuff, they didn't change people's names they just literally transposed what was on the manifest, but that was like a common misconception. Mm-hmm. Like your name is now Smith and it used to be Simowitz or whatever it was, you know? Yeah. Um, so they actually did that in the movie too. They yeah. were like saying names and they're like, all right, your name is blah, so.
1: But yeah. now we know the truth, we now learned we know the it truth. from Ellis Island.
0: We learned it, had oh. a nerd moment when I saw that.
1: We also, they, the Statue of Liberty is mm-hmm. prominent in this movie and has yes. a role and it's yes. really, really cool. Oh.
0: Yeah, like we were there and obviously the Statue of Liberty is amazing, and beautiful, but one of the things we were like thinking was like, man, it'd be cool to see it in its original copper. Yeah, or yeah. bronze. Copper. Copper. I was right, copper. And um and then they actually have it there animated in copper form, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. I
1: know. And then you get to fly around at the end.
0: Mhm. Awesome. Um part of the thing too, like when Spielberg was working on this one, Don Blufo was the director and he um like Don Bluth was they were talking about making it so the world was just a mice world, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And Don Bluth was like, I think we should have it be like a secret society, you know, like the the world you don't see, like in The Rescuers. Remember The Rescuers? Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I and, love i love how he described it as a secret society yes, yes yes perfect so
0: spielberg went and checked out they were gonna like the original concept was like robin hood you know the disney robin mm-hmm. hood the fox one okay so but then he had spielberg watch the rescuers and then he was like oh yeah that was cool and that's why they uh they did that
1: the best thing about movies like this for mm-hmm. me yeah is seeing what mice do with human everyday objects Oh yeah, I, that's my favorite thing. Totally. I don't remember; nothing jumps out at me from this one. But well, I, I mean,
0: they were they were um, seamstresses, and and, yes. and, it's, and then, then they lived in like a carpet bag, right? Or like a seamstress? it was like a
1: doctor's or doctor's bag, a or was it a? Bag?
0: It, it looked. I I took it as that, like they had picked that, but it could have been a doctor's bag.
1: It was. I love that about Little Mice yeah. movies. Oh yeah,
0: the rescuers was really good with that.
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, the Borrowers. That's a Ghibli Studio one. Oh okay. That I don't think you've seen.
0: But I don't know if I've seen that. That one, one's yeah. really
1: clever with human stuff too. Nice. Oh, it makes you want to be a mouse a little bit, like <laughs> except for all the cats in yeah. that secret society. That's like little, uh-huh. and you don't need much. You know, they don't need much food. It's true. You
0: just drop a crumb, and then they eat for a couple weeks.
1: Yeah, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it is nice. Um. So, was there anything about this movie that um that surprised you or was unexpected?
1: We were. The girls and I both were um, kind of surprised at how many close calls Fivel had. <laughs> it was sorry.
0: Yeah. What? What? I'm laughing because the other thing was how many close calls and this was something we all laughed about. I was we- gonna get to that. Oh sorry, go ahead. Keep um,
1: going. Well, so first of all, they had close calls where Fiva would maybe be walking by mm-hmm. just when his parents were turned the oh, other way. Yeah, yeah. Um, like mm-hmm. in the market at one point, and they yeah. were in the same places at the same time, but mm-hmm. just never quite saw each other. That was cool. Um, because you have to think like New York is so big, yeah, how is this mouse? gonna find his family i definitely like, it's too big
0: yeah um yeah.
1: but he was in the same society so it made more sense
0: totally can confirm that as well because we were just there like it's big
1: yeah. and there are a lot of bites. there are a
0: lot of my we saw <laughs> are, rats but rats, yes, yes yeah. there are a lot
1: a lot of rodents yes so you were gonna bring up the other part yes. that really jumped out at us go ahead
0: well the girls just kept going like where's his hat because there's yes. this big deal about it's this intergenerational hat. Right. Five was the fourth generation to have it. So um, the girls were always concerned whenever he would fall on a drain or go check out something XYZ or take a bath or whatever it was. And his hat would be gone. And he'd be doing like, I don't know, a minute or two in the scene in the new location. And all of a sudden his hat was just magically there.
1: Yeah, in his hand yeah. or like maybe he had it tucked into his belt the whole time. Uh-huh. It was always falling off of him. I'm
0: pretty sure that the hat was magic. Like, (laughs) if you look back through the whole movie and you watch it, Uh if he didn't have that hat, I don't think he would have survived the storm in the beginning. The hat brought the bottle to him that he found.
1: Well, that was his family connection. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's it.
0: It's just got some magic, generational magic in there. (laughs) So hold on to those hats. Don't donate them. You never know when they're going to save your life.
1: (gasps) Yeah. Well- don't you feel that way about things that you have from like your grandparents?
0: Yeah, a little like, bit. Yeah. I have a
1: couple things that like my grandma made, like she was a wood mm-hmm. carver. Yeah. Um, and so when I look at it, I, I just think about her and her making it in her hands going mm-hmm. and doing the painting and yeah. yeah, it makes you feel connected.
0: Yeah. There's like an energy that kind of like passes down through the, like the, yeah, through the years, you can just feel connected to them. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Um. So. What was your actual favorite part of the movie? That was stuff that surprised you. What was your favorite part?
1: Um, hmm. I really liked the the way that they, the clever way that they took care of the cat problem, <laughs> which was at the, towards the end. Yeah. Um, all of these mice, there was a really pretty little mouse who was like leading the charge.
0: Yes, yes.
1: To get rid of the cats and like Mm -hmm. stand up to them and not just like take it
0: this is america
1: yes and so they had this huge plan like there was on the on the dock Mm -hmm. there was this old like house of it's like an old museum like a ripley's
0: believe it or not type thing i think something
1: old world Mm -hmm. and they you don't see this at the end but they're planning something and the cats have to be on the dock at the right time and it's all like specific and you find out it's Very, because mm-hmm. there there's this huge like mechanical is it a rat
0: uh they or, make a giant i think it's a giant mouse
1: a giant mouse. it's like
0: okay. a giant mouse because they're mice and they wanted to make a giant mouse that would scare off the cats
1: so it's in the thing and it wheels out at the right time mm-hmm. and i mean things kind of go wrong but it ends up working out yeah. and the the reason they had to be at the right time is because there's a boat heading to china that's loading And so it scares all the cats onto the boat, and then the boat leaves. Boom! All the cats are gone. Mad problem solved. It's amazing.
0: It is amazing. I loved it. Um, I also thought it was funny that there were like six cats that were the only... In Mm. New York, there were six cats that were just the bane of the mice's world, you know?
1: Okay, this is another funny plot twist though yeah. that I forgot about until oh, now. Yeah, yeah. One of the cats. Spoilers. Yes. One of the cats is actually a rat in disguise. Yes. How yes.
0: The plans on that I'm gonna hold back my nerd brain. It's fine. I'm gonna let it go. But he must have been so small, like such a tiny cat. Like a dwarf cat maybe? I don't he was very small to be hanging out with you know the mice. But he was smart. He was very and smart. so
1: that made him the leader and totally and that worked to his advantage.
0: It sure did. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was such a random, silly part of the movie, too. You're right.
1: What about your favorite part?
0: I mean, it's so cliche, but I love the sequence they did with Fivel and and his sister. Mm-hmm. Like that's one of those where it has to be your favorite, I think. It feels a little weird having to be your favorite because it has to be. And I don't like being told what to do
1: and so, no one here is telling you what to do. if you have other family. Uh, my
0: emotions, part- my feels are telling me what to do. <laughs> and when I see a little kid singing in his little you know his voice I cracks know. when he's singing. It's so cute. It's hard not to not to love that. I also really liked I forgot about the No cats in America and I really like that sequence a lot too.
1: That song is really great.
0: And anytime, um, anytime they they show in a movie where it shows ships crossing the ocean. Mm-hmm. That just like really resonates with me too. Just what it must have been like. Because mm. I've crossed an ocean once, a sea, and I was in a pretty bad storm and it was crazy. Wait, and I yes. Go the ahead. sea
1: you crossed though is not that big. It wasn't you weren't crossing the Atlantic.
0: No, but it was a sea. Okay. It was the Irish. You, how it was the long Irish. It was the Irish sea. We were on the boat for, overnight. It was like
1: oh, okay. ten hours or something like that. Okay. Okay.
0: Nine? It was overnight. Okay. So, I could look it up and see how long it is if you want, but
1: So you can relate to this. It because- wasn't like
0: a ferry ride to Mackinac Island. <laughs> it was like it was the Irish Sea and it was like an overnight trip. Uh I can relate to that because I felt what it was like on a boat, and that was mm-hmm. a modern boat, versus like, you know, the boats throughout history that people had to be on. So I really like the way they gave uh, the ocean a personality in this one. I love when they yes, do that in animation.
1: Yes, that was so cool. It looks cool. like
0: Poseidon or a monster or something, kind of like tossing the ship around.
1: Yeah, that was really the cool. The
0: animation was really good in this film.
1: Yes, absolutely. Like,
0: Right on par with like Disney animation, I think.
1: And that was like the old still frame animation, right? Like every scene, every frame was hand drawn. Hand drawn, Yep. Oh, that that blows my mind.
0: (laughs) It's amazing that, yeah, all those, I love those ones too. I like the new stuff as well, you know, but just the fact, uh, the coordination it takes to do all that, an organization mm. to keep all that straight just is, is amazing.
1: You know, the, it's interesting. The movement of the characters like, is kind of more fluid mm-hmm. in in this movie. And I, is that because of the animation? or I mean, we have to go back and look at other yeah, the animated ones now. <laughs>
0: the things I've heard when you hear about, because the way it used to work, and they do it now with digital too. But there will be like artists who are, you are the Fievel artist. You do his close-ups and you draw them. Mm-hmm. And it's when you hear the artists talk about it, they talk about like um, they they get to know the personality of the character, and they really like try to focus on it and get to know the character. So the way they that like bleeds into how they draw it, you know, and and what they're doing when they're working with it. So I don't know, I'm not that good of an artist, so I don't know if that transposes over to doing it digitally versus hand drawn stuff. But there's definitely a different feel. When you're watching hand animated film versus digital.
1: Yeah. I'm trying to like describe it in my mind and I just keep, everything just kind of, kind of moves just like how the boat was moving on the ocean, Mm -hmm. just kind of waves. Like it's a little bit more fluid. I'm going to stick with that word.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you look at a lot. It's, it's like life, like life is, you know, sometimes you walk and you bobble a bit when you walk, it's not steady and smooth. And a lot of times, depending on the software you're using, it can everything can look very, you see it in very rudimentary digital mock-ups. It's like you just see an object and it just moves straight. There's no bobbling, nothing. It's just point A to point B. And obviously they have algorithms that they do when they're doing the animations to add like variations and stuff. But anyway, you get that a lot. You get that organically when you have people hand trying stuff, I think.
1: Hmm. Um, so w- did you remember a lot of it from when you were a kid?
0: I remember Dom Deloise. Yeah, as that cat. Yes,
1: that cat is great. What was his name? I uh, don't remember. Uh, you know, Tom.
0: Tom. It may have been Tom because that would be a great name for a cat. Mm-hmm. Tom cat. Um, but he. It's so. It was, no, it fluffy. was. Ti- it was Tiger. It was Tiger. Oh, Okay, thank <clears> you. you. That makes sense because of his coloring too. Yeah. Um, he. He's just great. I love Dom DeLuise. He. Mo- every movie I've seen him in has always been enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed him. He has such a memorable voice too.
1: I know. Yeah. Um, uh,
0: th- that was, I remember that part. Um, I remember most of it. I even remembered like the, the squeaky New York kid. There's the New York mouse who takes care of, he calls him <laughs> Philly instead of Fiveville.
1: Yeah. I yeah. remember
0: that kid. <laughs> um, I just remember it being a solid movie I enjoyed from when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Cool. Did your mom cry? During the
0: oh, during uh, the song. I don't remember, but I guarantee you she cried. Because <laughs> I was probably about the age of five when I saw it, I would guess. Oh. Yeah. Secret of Nim came out in 82, by the way. And oh. this was 86. So oh, okay. Secret of Nim came first. Okay. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Totally unrelated movies, but connected I in mean, my mind. I feel like
0: Yeah, life. I mean, it's like it's like Mouse Universe type stuff. It feels like the Secret of Nim could be like a prequel to <laughs> To an American tale, right? yeah, oh, we should also clarify too it's an American tail with an eye yeah, you get it Clever. it's about mice and they have tails yeah you get it right oh, I'm tracking yeah, yeah. okay, okay,
1: thank right. you like for a cat clarifying with a, like that. a
0: cat with a laser pointer. <laughs> um, do you think there was anything about this film you change?
1: Um, no, no, I don't think so, like I think it wasn't it was i wouldn't I wouldn't dial back any of the seriousness mm-hmm. completely handle a bull um yeah, I wouldn't no, I wouldn't change anything about it why would you change something well, I was
0: thinking as I was listening to, and I don't think I would i think. I think the songs are good. It's got a solid storyline. It feels slightly dated with the animation, but I think that like adds to it, especially given it was like a turn of, you know, the 20th century type film.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: So I think that actually gives it a lot of weight and it Mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. for when it was made. Yeah. I think it's no, I think it's good.
1: Has Steven Spielberg made other animated films?
0: I mean, um, I don't know how heavily he was. I'm sure just because he's made so many movies. I mean, he does DreamWorks. That's his company. Oh, so I mean, oh, never mind. Okay, I did <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm sure he's. Con- I'm sure he's ex- at least produced some. You know,
1: did he have the hand and toothless. He, I'm,
0: his company made. You know,
1: those are fun. How to Train this. Your
0: Dragon, the movies.
1: Well, I was gonna say that he should. He should do another one.
0: Yeah, maybe he will. <laughs> uh, what do you think the message of this film was, if there was <laughs> one?
1: Um, I think that. It's a lot of it is having hope. Mm-hmm. Um, Fievel was like, there were so many times when he lost hope and other people cheered him on. Mm-hmm. Um, the French pigeon, oh, I love for example, guy. I oh, know he is so awesome. good. He was the first one to kind of like encourage Five. Yes. And never say never was the song.
0: Never say never. He <laughs> reminded me of Lumiere a lot. Just yeah. the whole, the French singing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean of course there's the obvious like immigration story and mm-hmm. um finding a better life yeah. and and being but also being with your family, but um the the hope is what like brought Fival through mm. and helped him find his family again. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a comment on the message?
0: Oh yeah. Um you're never not gonna be around cats. <laughs> There's always going to be cats, and there's always going to be problems in life.
1: Oh, yes, yes. And
0: the cat, you know, that's the metaphor. There's always going to be problems. You can go across the world, and there's going to be problems there. You need to just look at those things head on and work with them and address them.
1: With a huge mouse. With
0: a huge mouse. There's very few things in life that can't be handled by a 30-foot mouse. Mm.
1: Okay,
0: I'll take your word for it. Yeah. If you could... um, be like if this were a story because your family you're from a family of immigrants yeah if you could have your family's story told in any kind of animal universe what would it be
1: oh so like secret society or animal you pick the
0: animal like your family like instead of humans you are
1: yeah okay i'm thinking about this this is a fun question thanks my so I'm thinking mostly of my mom's side of the family because they immigrated and we found their names at Ellis Mm -hmm. Island. Which is super cool. Super cool. And they came from the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. But there's no like native animals that I know of to the Netherlands. So...
0: Cheese? No.
1: (laughs) Um, like, there's, like, bird fowl, like, waterfowl, but yeah. I don't want to do ducks or anything like that.
0: Oh, no ducks, huh?
1: No. My okay. first instinct was to say, like, foxes, just because I love foxes. Ooh, that'd be cute. But they're not really Dutch, though. Like, they that's... don't say Dutch to me.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Hmm. Hmm.
0: Well, you can decouple it from Dutch. You could just pick an animal you want, too.
1: Oh, that's true. That's true. I mean, I really like mice, too.
0: Oh, man. Okay.
1: But... No, I'm going to go with maybe like cute birds. Cute birds? Yeah. Hmm. Nice. Yeah.
0: Like put a picture in my mind. There's lots of different kinds of birds.
1: Well, so our daughter draws chickadees that wear clothes a lot. Oh, yeah. So like that, like birds with clothes on. Okay. Um, That tracks. Yeah.
0: There'd be some good songs in that movie, I bet. (laughs) Lots of singing and tweeting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm We'll tweet about it. Um, what about
0: you? I, you know, it's, it's literally like knee jerk reaction. It's the first thing that popped in my head and I tried to think of something else, but I can't. So iguanas.
1: (laughs) I was going to guess squirrel.
0: Squirrels. That'd (laughs) be great too. That's way cuter. Iguanas. And and the more I thought of it, the more I was just like fascinated with the idea. You know, they have those spikes on their backs, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like, what would the clothes look like with the spikes sticking out of the clothes if they have little
1: hats and stuff? And I'm just shaking my head at you. Yeah. That, yeah. Is, that is really weird.
0: And then also the awkwardness of their movements. You'd have to make them a bit more humanoid. Otherwise, they have kind of a sway thing they do when they run.
1: Iguanas come from, like, southern tropical climates like it doesn't make sense for your family to immigrate as iguanas i'm sorry
0: (laughs) well i obviously (laughs) you're not from
1: south america i'm obviously
0: decoupling from the where (laughs) my people came from to like just which animal i want
1: yeah so you need to go back to coupling i need to go back to where your countries are
0: bears we would be bears
1: it's gonna be hard for you to stow away on a boat but okay we'll be little bears
0: Be (laughs) tiny dwarf bears Ooh, Ooh, oh what is it gerbils Yes, gerbils. That's perfect. Let's do gerbils. Perfect. Yeah, Sweepy gerbils. Awesome.
1: This is great. Well,
0: I uh, the kids loved it too. Like, I think this one's a great one to like introduce. It's it's actually really an educational one too, just mm-hmm. for that experience. If you've never been, or you know, shown your kids anything, or if you've never seen the experience of what immigration used to be like in like that big boom period in U.S. history. It's a nice palatable way to experience it.
1: Yay. Thank you, Steven Spielberg. Thank you, Steven Spielberg. That's a wrap.
0: That's a wrap. helps to think we might be wishing on the same bright star. And when night wind starts to sing a lonesome lullaby, it helps to think we're sleeping underneath the same big sky.